dreams and custard creams Nice warm tea, we can feel stress free Soft voices and a lot of laughs Sister Mundane Podcast Hello everybody, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing well I'm here with my friend Dave today and we're going to be... Uh, I don't know why I always do this like a kids talk show. I feel like <laughs> no, but this we'll just keep roll with it. Yeah, I'm just gonna roll with it. Okay, so hi everybody. I hope you're having a really good day today. Welcome to the mundane with Chris and Dave. I'm the aforementioned Chris. I'm Dave. We're here today to share some something mundane. Maybe a history of something you didn't know. And this week, I decided to go down a route because previously we've been going through different like tools and implements. So I decided today, Dave, to go with food. Nice. I like that. So I was like, what kind of food could I go down that's very, you know, simple, mundane, very common? Mm. And there's a meal and it's a staple food meal. Okay. And we're going to be talking today about cottage pie. Perfect. Yeah. I was like, what, what is a good mundane meal? The cottage pie. Well, first things first, what about shepherd's pie? Well, Dave, I'm glad you asked because it's obviously a question that goes through a lot of things. And weirdly, every single bit of research that I've done, which admittedly is never a lot, but it was enough to realize that everyone says the same thing. And stuff about naming, that's the one bit that's a sticking point. Shepherd's pie to cottage pie is often used interchangeably. Okay. But shepherd's pie then became the de facto one because it's made with sheep because shepherds herd sheep. Ah, so, okay, yeah, yeah. But often it's used interchangeably. But if you were using it correctly or, you know, you've got that one uncle that's like, no, actually, it's not technically a shepherd's pie. Um, <laughs> you know, let's be honest. If someone says they're making you a shepherd's pie and it's made with beef, you're not going to care. Well, it's because as far as I knew, right, I grew up and mum, my mum cooks beautiful food and when I was a kid, I didn't appreciate it. I really, really do appreciate it now. I had home-cooked meals every day, yeah. and I was a little... Uh, I wanted chicken nuggets and pizza, because that's what all my friends were having, or most of them. I took for granted the good home-cooked food that I got. I, not, don't get me wrong, there was plenty... Like, my favourite meal was roast chicken, and then, you know, mum cooked all of that. I, mean, I didn't take it all for granted, but I took for granted shepherd's pie. Mum made yeah. shepherd's pie, and I never liked shepherd's pie. It probably didn't help that I didn't like mashed potato either, which I do like now. I was going to say, then, that, is a, that is a staple. What mm. what made you turn to like mashed potato? Because that's a pretty distinctive thing. So what shifted your flavour gamut to make you want to enjoy that now? Common sense, <laughs> basically. I don't, I'm not sure why I ever really didn't like mashed potato. I think I thought it was boring. I don't like boiled potatoes. No. Um, and even new potatoes, if I put loads of butter on them, then they're nice, but I find them a little boring. Um, but mashed potato, or to be honest, when I make it, I always, always make cheesy mash. Um, okay. And I think I probably started actually liking it. Maybe it wasn't common sense. Maybe it was when mum started doing this mustard mash recipe Ooh. or something. It's really good. Like you mix like whole grain mustard and cream together, but separately. Um, and together, you, and, but uh, separately. A, sorry. Well, you know, mix the whole grain mustard and cream. Oh, I see. Separately. You make, oh, that, yeah, yeah, you okay, make yeah, it yeah. separate to the potatoes and you add it 
at the end. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the mixture is. I do need to get the recipe because it is delicious with steak. Really oh, good. Okay. With like a red wine kind of base. Oh, I see. But then, she, but then she just added that into the mashed potato eventually. I think um, probably I, I, I would never, I would just wouldn't eat the mash. A, a push, if I was baked beans, I'd mix all the baked beans with the mash and make some weird mash bean, orangey mash thing, which looking back on, that's worse. Yeah, I don't think I ever really learnt to like mash as it is. I think I do now, and I will eat it now and enjoy it, as long as it's a nice creamy mash. And um, yeah, mum would just start adding cheese. She made cheese and potato pie, as you'd call it, and it was basically just mashed potato with cheese and tomatoes on top that you'd put in the oven or whatever, I guess, to just get me eating the mash. But anyway, uh, I've digressed big style. Back to the shepherd's pie, mum's shepherd's pie. One day, she, she was like... I'm making cottage pie. And <laughs> I know this story's perfect. I was like, oh, no. I, wait, you mean shepherd's pie? And she's like, no, it's cottage pie. It's got cheese on, on the top or something like that. And maybe the, be- the meat was different as well. I don't quite remember. But I remember the difference for me in my head was that, wow, shepherd's pie has now got cheese on. This is a good thing. And I liked the cottage pie straight off the bat. And then mum only ever made cottage pie after that. Ah. Or maybe she made shepherd's pie, but told me it was cottage pie. No, I, I would have known if I wasn't cheese. I would have been like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'd probably be wrong in saying that, that cottage pie is just shepherd's pie with cheese on. I think that sounds more like your, your, what you're saying, like the different Well, meat. shepherds do sheep. So, but it, the people do use it interchangeably. And I think very similar. I think everyone has their own little rule about it, which actually makes sense because every article thing I tried to find that talked about shepherd's pie were very much um, the only thing they could talk about was the name. <laughs> there was not, yeah. you know, not like when we looked at pop out cakes and you learn the history and sometimes it's made with pastries and like that. All of it is always about, no, it's called this because of this and then it's this. So the article I've got today is really short. There's a couple of really short articles. One mm. from uh, Thompson House. Okay. I'm just going to read it because the tone of it yeah. is really weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, cottage pie is pretty great if you ask us. Already, bit of a weird start. Pretty great. Um, pretty great. It's not amazing. It's just pretty great. You know, mundane, some would say. It's toasty, mm-hmm. savory, and totally melt-in-your-mouth tasty. Even though it can be enjoyed any time of year, feasting on it during the cold weather is the perfect way to warm your tummy and spirit. But where did this gift of a dish come from? Well, let's see. There's There's so many contradictions. Just sorry. I know. I know. You can't (laughs) say it's mundane and then talk about the the flavor experience. I said it was mundane. I said it was mundane. Oh, okay. 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 But just for the record. So it says, where did this come of a discovery? There's only three more paragraphs in this thing. In a sense, the origins of a cottage pie are shrouded in mystery. So in a sense, like surely (laughs) it's either in a mystery or not. (laughs) In a sense. (laughs) they're, They're kind of making a mystery of the, the mystery that may not mis- be a mystery but maybe a mystery now now it really is a mystery i mean it's a mystery in a sense in a sense now apparently that oh. is we don't exactly know who created it did they do it intentionally was it a mistake who knows <laughs> somebody accidentally dropped the mashed potato on top of the yeah no it's like a stew a casserole stew. yeah yeah lamb casserole what we do know is the term cottage pie was first used around 1791 when the potato was starting to be regarded as an affordable edible crop in england and ireland perhaps it was only a matter of time before somebody figured out that a meaty potato laden dish was filling sustainable and inexpensive 
so so British. What should food be? Filling, sustainable, and what was the last one? <laughs> Inexpensive. Inexpensive. <laughs> That's all you need in food. Taste? Bah. Bah. You need Forget it to that. fill you up. You need it to sustain your hunger and not cost a lot of money. <laughs> not break the bank. <laughs> so already, right, so we've had two paragraphs into this. No information whatsoever. No, so much description. <laughs> Aside from the fact, A, it tastes nice, and B, it's apparently first used around 1791. Some folks wonder how cottage pie differs from its cousin, shepherd's pie. Well, that is a legitimate question. It is, yeah. It is. Definitely. And uh, I'm glad it told us, though, that it's a legitimate question. And the answer is not much. <laughs> What's an illegitimate question, anyway? <laughs> it's a, it's um, a question that comes when... Um, the the parents aren't married and the answer the answer is a bastard <laughs> it's a bastard question <laughs> it's a bit of a bastard question um no um in fact the only distinguishing factor between them wasn't even made clear until the 20th century you ready for it so once again right this article has said nothing this <laughs> it's got nothing in it okay well Cottage pie contains beef or mutton, while shepherd's pie is made of lamb. I bet that just changed your world. Only as far as that little bit of information they've given me. <laughs> your world's changed. Anyway, so this is like written by a crazy person. Anyway, prior to this period, cottage pie and shepherd's pie were basically one and the same. <laughs> and contained cold dressed meat of any kind roasted what? or boiled according to the practice of cookery and pastry so literally they've got they've got three paragraphs out of two tiny pe one of them i already told you i already told you the yeah. difference between a shepherd's pie and cottage pie this took three paragraphs to get there that is some class a waffling arguably like the mash in the pie you know, it is filler material to make it inexpensive and sustainable. In a way, could anyone write about a shepherd's pie in any other way, aside from rambling and all about the place? Because it is filling sustainable and inexpensive. And because of those things, it's very simple. You get you get your meat, you get your potatoes, and you get a bit get of veg, and you're done. Bit of gravy. Bit of gravy, bit of gravy, you know, moisten it out, and yeah. you're done. Wet the whistle. Exactly. And really, and then so, and in, in going with that theme, the history, it's quite old. It's called cottage pie. And the other thing that um, this article doesn't actually say, and I learned on a different article, is it's called cottage pie. It was because it poorer people lived in cottages, apparently. And so it was called cottage pie because it was basically, well, where poorer people lived. So that's it. So because they lived in cottages. So it's like, oh, that's a cottage pie. Now wealthy people live in cottages. Yeah, I know. What a world. Do, eh? they, do they eat cottage pie? No, they eat mansion pie. <laughs> <laughs> and now we eat flat pie. Flat pie doesn't sound fun. I don't know. No. Where do, like where terrace Maisonette. pie. Maisonette pie. Um, house share pie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we all have. For what it's worth, well, I just I just want to get it in there that I have eaten my mum's shepherd's pie or and or cottage pie in my adult life, and it's it is wonderful. 
I just wanted to confirm that in case my mum ever ever heard this. Like, I only didn't like it when I was young and stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get that in. No, that's good. That's good. It's important. And like, once again, I think everyone's mum made a good shepherd's pie. Or of course. Pie. Like, even though it's should. now, now that we've become aware of the names, we have to call them both. It's like, I don't know. I In my memory, did she cook it with lamb or did she cook it with mince? Or I don't Who know. Knows? It no. is, in a sense, a mystery. Yeah. And the weirdest thing, do you know what they call a vegetarian one? Pie. House pie. No, I don't know. The shepherdless pie. That makes it sound like we're eating the shepherd and not his sheep. <laughs> oh, I suppose you could say it's shepherdless in that you don't need to shepherd vegetables. You don't need a shepherd. You don't need to shepherd veg. <laughs> They're quite organised as they are, They're really. Quite you just put them where you like them and they grow. You don't need a dog to round them up. Although you could get a dog to round them up for you, like, you know, pick them. Yeah, the probably, right, The yeah. right breed of dog, I reckon. Yeah, that's fair enough. So obviously the only the similar one is a fisherman's pie. Yeah, fish pie. So I've always known it as a fisherman's pie. But yeah, in this article, it just goes the fish pie. But then like in my head, a fisherman's pie makes more sense because you have the fisherman's pie because the fishermen gather the fish and they make the pie, maybe. Yeah, and it's like, you know, all the different bits of fish from the catch. Exactly. Shepherd, mm. shepherd's pie. Oh, sheep fell over. Oh, sorry. Lamb fell over. I guess I'll put you Get him in, in a, a pie. pie. Get him in a pie. Brilliant. Cottage pie. I live in a cottage. I only have potatoes and this meat. I guess I'll put it in a pie. Pie of the shepherd, pie of the cottage, pie of the fisherman. Fisherman. If you, if Maybe if we call it like that, it'd be more clear. It does sound fancier, doesn't it, actually? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I had a pie of pie the cottage. Pie of the cottage. <laughs> pie of the shepherdless. Oh, the pie of the shepherdless. <laughs> that sounds deep and like that's like that's like a prog rock song it is isn't it yeah it's the pie of the shepherdless where are my sheep i'll make a pie using bo peep because i'm a cannibal cannibal i was gonna bang my table and realize my microphone was on it <laughs> so the only other article i found that was worth mentioning and once again it's written weird this is from jamieoliver.com Oh, he, he writes weird anyway, doesn't he? And yeah, I know, but... He says pucker and things this like one... that. <laughs> this one says it's by jamieoliver.com. Well, he invented it. Well, it's a... no, no. The article is called 10 Things You Didn't Know About Shepherd's Pie, but it's written by jamieoliver.com. That's not him then, is it? No, that's going to be one of his... But they didn't want to cover it up. Because he's just a... He's a brand, isn't he, really? More, yeah. more than a human now. So let, let's hear what jamieoliver.com... Let's see how they describe a shepherd's pie. Because once again, there is one, two... There's two paragraphs before you get to the actual list. So 10 things you didn't know about the shepherd's pie. Now, there's a headline you probably weren't expecting to read. Frankly, it's not one we expected to write either. All right, let's chill out. <laughs> yeah, they really want to calm down. They're not... what, what, what is it with these shepherd's pie heads and just being a little bit facetious? <laughs> they're, they're not my friend yet. You know, they, they need to be a bit more formal first. Hey, I made you a shepherd's pie. It's got meat. It's got potatoes, it's got veg and a bit of gravy. You'll eat it. I like to be wined and dined before we start getting all <laughs> close like that. I want to eat my shepherd's pie first. However, tonight at 8pm, Jamie focuses on a magnificent shepherd's pie in episode four of Comfort Food and it got us thinking about the dish. So obviously Jamie Oliver didn't write this or he's a bit weird and he's writing about himself in the third person. In fact, because it says by jamieoliver.com, I like to think this is the website itself. Like it's gained yeah. sentience and it's like, oh, it's, it's watching Jamie Oliver's program and then it's then writing about them on its sentient self website. So this is jamieoliver.com again. Being the epitome of, no, I'm going to do it for <laughs> the second paragraph. Being the epitome of simple, homely comfort. 
The idea that there may be more to know about shepherd's pie is mildly amusing. They can't tell me what I laugh at and don't laugh at. And also, like, only skimmed this article before we started this podcast. I feel like this is directed at us, Dave. <laughs> like, who are you making a podcast about shepherd's pie? How mundane. <laughs> it says, you know, the idea of thinking there may be more to know about shepherd's pie is mildly amusing. That's what I want our podcast to be. I want this. I want the mundane with Chris and Dave to be mildly amusing. Yeah. I should have known better, however. Oh, jamieoliver.com. You should have known better. You're a website. You're connected to Google. You should know everything. Yeah, you should know it before it happens. Exactly. No matter how ubiquitous or basic you think a dish is, if it's been around in a country's food culture for a long time, chances are it's got a few stories to tell. That should have been my intro for the show, isn't it? I think that there needs to be an animation of a shepherd's pie telling a story. <laughs> well, uh, how would we be like, hello? No, how would it sound? How would it I'm- sound? I'm a shepherd's pie. I mean, if, if we wanted to go down the really stereotyping thing, it might have a Welsh accent because obviously there's a lot of sheep in Wales. I'm a shepherd's pie. They farm pie. a lot of lambs over there. So it could be a Welsh shepherd's pie. I should I should have stolen this. I should have stolen this line for the thing. So if, I, if we were doing a more professional podcast instead of me just starting and stopping and being like, oh, you know, it could have been like, play intro music. Da, 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 da. So on today's mundane with Chris and Dave, we're going to be talking about the shepherd's pie. And you might be thinking, there's not more to know about shepherd's pie. But you should have known better. Because no matter how ubiquitous or basic you think a dish is, if it's been around in a country's food culture for a long time, chances are it's got a few stories to tell. And I'm going to tell those stories today with my co-host, David Hadland. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> How about how come every time we do this podcast halfway through we find it? <laughs> that was a great intro. Did you a say good... that was that was all on there? Or that was that was it? I I literally mixed a couple of the words up, but yeah, that's what it's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect, isn't it? It's quite that's good. That's the so, intro to this episode. That's the intro to this yeah. episode. <laughs> it's not. It's going to be midway through, but people they'll have been on the journey with us. So there's ten facts. One of them is literally difference between shepherd's pie and cottage pie. Ones with lambs. Ones with beef. It says, well, one's made with beef, but I think you could probably make it with other meat as well. You could have pork. Like, you know, but bolognese is often um, pork, I think, as opposed to beef. I know, obviously, meatballs are usually pork. So, yeah, I don't see any reason why it couldn't be pork. Pork, lamb or beef. I don't know. You, you wouldn't have chicken. That would be chicken pie. That's a different yeah, thing. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know we spent like 15 minutes basically going around and talking about cottage pie and things. This article explains it a little bit succinctly, but also okay. not. So number two is... The name cottage was applied to this kind of meat pie around the time potatoes were being introduced to the UK because they were being uh, they were became an affordable thing for peasants, many of whom would live in cottages to eat. It seems a bit convoluted, but hey, we're always an odd bunch with our etymology. Now, jamieoliver.com, I've got an issue with you saying it's convoluted that a cottage pie is called a cottage pie because it's made by people who live in cottages. Yeah. I would I would posit that that's probably the simplest etymology so, of a word. Let's make a convoluted reason as to why a cottage pie or a shepherd's pie is called a shepherd's pie. Because that sure as hell was not convoluted. That was not, it's not that convoluted, was it? No, they're just trying to use the word because they wanted to use that word that day, which is fair enough. I get days like that too. <laughs> but let's make the convoluted explanation. In fact, to be honest, Dave, we say that. I think we already made it convoluted in our 
five minutes ago. Just yeah, rewind the podcast back. Just rewind <laughs> back. You've got the convoluted explanation for shepherd and cottage pie. Yeah. And there's several different ones as well. You can yeah, choose Shepherd of the pie, shepherd of the pie, shepherd of the pie. Pie of the shed. Pie <laughs> of the shepherd. <laughs> shepherd of the pie. Are you the shepherd of the pie? <laughs> I am the shepherd of the pie, said he. I don't know why. That doesn't even fit, but it just popped in my head, so I had to go with it. Cause... Yeah. Number three. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Number three. The cottage pie predates shepherds by nearly a century, but each was used synonymously with the, with the other for a long time. Wait, did they say cottage pie predated shepherd's pie? Or that cottages predated shepherds? Now there's a convolution that we need to go down. <laughs> Which came first, the shepherd or the cottage? Because I thought most shepherds probably lived in cottages. Yeah, I, that's farmhouse. For me, a cottage has to have a thatched roof. Yeah, that exactly the same thing. It's got to have a yeah. thatched roof. But like, you know, oh, let's go down to Ramsey Cottage. Ramsey Cottage used to be a farmhouse. You know, maybe yeah. there's probably people listening going. That sounds no! pretty. That sounds pretty legitimate. Number four, the Chilean version of pastel de papa is a dish similar to shepherd's pie eaten in many parts of the world also contains hard-boiled eggs raisins and black olives that's something else you can't <laughs> you can't that's not really a shepherd's pie is it no no which where's that where's that from sorry chili chile i'm surprised to be honest i i didn't realize that olives were used much in maybe they're not used much in chilean cuisine but uh chilean cuisine is, is you know, there's a lot of steak and stuff like that. So I would have thought they'd have just a pretty similar shepherd's pie to us. So the funny thing is, right? So we've now, so that was that was um, item number five on this 10 item list. The rest of them, they're basically going, here's what they do in a different country. And it's not a shepherd's pie, but they call it. So for example, the same dish in France is named ha Hachis Parmentier. I'm so sorry, French people. And people that speak French. After the Frenchman who convinced his country to eat potatoes. There's a story we need to go down. How does a country need convincing? Have they never heard of chips for crying out loud? French fries? French fries. Maybe that's the, that's what he did. Maybe he's like, hold on a minute, Do you actually guys. know? I actually know why they're called French fries. And I really want to tell you, but I feel like that's like one of those little facts I know, but I feel like it should... Uh, we should save it for a potato. Let's episode. save it. Okay. Yeah, save yeah it. that's okay. fine. We can but, save it. But for those at home, it involves Belgium. Anyway, number six, according to the Oxford Companion of Food, once upon a time, Scotland made its shepherd's pie with pastry instead of mashed potatoes. It's not a shepherd's pie. That's a meat pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just a meat pie. Yeah, that's like steak and kidney pie or whatever. Steak and kidney like... pie. It's not a shepherd's pie. Number seven, Indian cooks once considered shepherd's pie to be a perfect dish for tiffin. A word used to mean a light snack in British India. So, so okay, little shepherd's pie. Like little, you know, like muffins, cupcakes, but mince pies. Maybe that's what it means. You, that's not what you'd want from a shepherd's pie. You want the whole portion. Maybe, so shepherd's pie, cottage pie. So it's co maybe that's what a flat pie is. Shed pie. Shed, shed pie. pie. Shed pie. Pie of the shed. Pie of I'd the like, shed. I would love a pie of the shed. Yeah, I'd, I'd eat that, yeah. Yeah. So number eight, many vegetarians call it shepherdless pie. We already knew that one. Number nine, topping the potato crust with breadcrumbs actually turns your dish into a Cumberland pie. Maybe that's what I'm like. No, no, I don't think. It, no, mum said cottage pie. So have you noticed before, you know, we talk about the history and how things are developed and how things are made. The only thing we've covered today in shepherd's pie is pedantry around the name. And in a way... That is the most magical thing about shepherd's pie is that 
it's simultaneously as jamieoliver.com, that great man, jamieoliver.com says, it's very convoluted. Very. You know, is it a shepherd's pie? Is it a cottage pie? But that's it. That's the only thing we have to talk about because when it comes to actually what a shepherd's pie is, I've also just realized that there may be listeners not from England who don't know what a shepherd's pie is. Well, I mean, as confirmed by some of those last five facts there, other countries think that some of them think they know what a shepherd's pie is, but clearly don't. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to teach them. Another maybe time. that's it. And you know what? I'm going to leave it there because I felt like, oh, maybe we should go to more info. And I was like, no, you know what? If you don't know what a shepherd's pie is, I invite you to make your own shepherd's pie. Go on that journey. It's a fun journey because mm. it's really simple to make. Or make a shepherdless pie or a pie of the shepherdless or a pie of the shed. Don't follow a recipe. No. Just follow your heart. Just follow your heart. Well, maybe use a recipe as a start. Some point. basic guidance. Yeah. yeah. It, to be, it's, it's a very easy recipe. It's one of those ones you don't need to print out. You go, oh, all right. And then it's done. I'd love to see you try a shepherd's pie and send us what you think. Send us what you think. No, I want you to send us your best shepherd's pie photos. I want to I want to see some of your shepherd's pie photos. The only the last thing I want to just check with you, Dave, because I know it's time to go. Yeah. The last thing I want to check with you, Dave, is have you ever had ketchup with your shepherd's pie? Yeah, I mean that like that was one of the things actually I forgot to even mention um, when I was young. Lots made it bear made it bearable for me. You know what? I always did ketchup, and then when I went to university, my friend made a shepherd's pie. And we didn't have any ketchup and I had it without, and I was like, oh, it feels a bit weird having it without ketchup. I've always had it with ketchup. And then I had it. And that moment where my family's cooking and there was a flashback and I went, I've been ruining the shepherd's pie this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, I don't anymore. That's right. I'm the same as you, Dave. I am an apologist. When I was young, I also did not appreciate my mum's amazing cooking. Sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. I don't know why I'm looking up. My mum is still alive. <laughs> hopefully for much longer too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say my mum's not either. I actually, I did like when that happened at university, I was like, oh my goodness. Why did I, why did I not just like the gravy? I did like the gravy. I just felt like you needed to add ketchup and everything. I was a fool, a food fool. And I did ring my mum and apologise. I feel like I need to apologise to my mum actually. I never, like, I always, I always have made a point in my adult life of telling her when I eat the food, this is delicious mum. Because yeah. I mean it from the heart, it really is. But I need to go one further and I need to apologise for my taking my mum's cooking for granted. And so, my friends at home, I hope you've enjoyed today and I hope you've learned at least the difference between cottage and shepherd's pie and the fact that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I haven't learned an awful lot, but I have had fun. <laughs> I have had tremendous fun. I hope, I hope this was mildly amusing for you all. And please do... Send us your shepherd's pies if you've never tried one before. Or if you have, I suppose. But, you know, have a go. Or try a different one. Go on an mm. adventure. Send us your recipes. Send us your recipes. Your pie of the shed. Send us the pie in the post. <laughs> Flat pack it. Flat pack a pie. We'll reassemble it. We'll reassemble. Yeah. So, so just send us the ingredients. A bag of meat, bag of <laughs> potatoes, veg, gravy. The gravy's in like a baggie. It's like made gravy. It's just a big... <laughs> You, and you have to slap it, obviously, as well. Exactly. Like that, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's in your head. You can't help it. But no. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes the most mundane things can be equally convoluted and very simple. And, and tasty. And very tasty. And I hope for you guys, this has been mildly amusing. My name's Chris. My name's Dave. And I hope you have a lovely week. Thank you very much. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's the Monday.
Podcast.